Lori Kilmartin, you were very funny today. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really funny show. Amber Preston got frozen after a shit reference. That was great. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Was- at, at least it was after one of the punchlines. Yeah, for sure. I don't she- know if there was more to the bit, but her <laughs> phone died in her car oh. in Palm Desert. And because and, it got okay. too hot. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I, you have a, something about, you had a dad, you have a reference in the rapture bit about your dad and old people that I really liked. And then you had oh, some good. stuff later on that I've already forgotten that I, I liked too. Oh, good. At the very end or stuff I hadn't heard. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I have uh, a new line with the hair tie thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a couple of new lines, which is good. And I am looking forward to um, continuing to work on them until I die. You guys. Listen, what I, <laughs> what I like is that what I I would call the cock ring bit, you call the hair tie bit. <laughs> you know what? Try to, try to write a set list or a track listing with the words cock ring in it. I try. Uh, I do it every morning uh, as part of my morning pages. When will I write the definitive cock ring joke you say to yourself? <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, I, but that was a good, sh- that was a good show. It was funny because Ophira recommended Aaron McGuire. Oh, she's really funny. Yeah. She was really funny. And, um, it looked and I'm like doing, she would, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, it looked like she was, uh, in a bar, but that was her home. <laughs> Just like right. she, a she nice selection that. of liquor behind her. What a way to live. I, I <laughs> admire it. Yes. Your mother would approve. And, uh, <laughs> So, but I have to say that, um, yeah, she, and she closed on that song that felt like a real closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, I was like, okay, someone's actually doing stand up. Good for them. And, uh, bring it to the zoom. And it was outstanding. Always appreciate that. Yeah. And it was, um, it was great. And Ellie, uh, Kremendal. Mm-hmm. I think it is. And she yes. was, yeah, Kremendal. And I remembered that I had done a Zoom show with her. And I, because, you know, I genuinely, I remembered her once she told some jokes. I couldn't remember <laughs> her when <laughs> she's on the list. She was on the list. She asked me on the list to, you know, to do a set. And so I was like, I can't remember. Cause usually I put a note next to people like where I met them and I forgot to do that. But after her set, I was like, that was very funny. And I remember, uh, who you are now. So what, what's, what's the note you have next to my name? Uh, just <laughs> devil. Wish devil. I'd never met her. <laughs> it's the Armenian word for devil. It's Sarsa. <laughs> Which I think might be the Turkish word for devil, since my grandmother uh, was raised and lived in Turkey her entire life. So, but you it know, might I lived in Turkey when I was little. Did you know that? I know that your dad worked in Turkey. I didn't know that you lived there. I lived in Ankara, and uh, uh, we. <laughs> so uh, I was a little baby, maybe like one or something. Okay. 
whatever, I could pull things. And uh, <laughs> I pulled a coffee pot on myself and scalded my entire leg. And so uh, my mom had to take me to a hospital in Ankara and uh, she didn't speak Turkish, of course. And uh, so she just camped out at the hospital and she said she was just flicking roaches off the bed and making sure I was okay. And then as I grew, the scar stayed the same size, which that's always so fascinating to me. Yeah. So it now it's just a little bit on my ankle, but it was like on a map, most of my leg when I was little. Oh, that is interesting. It's uh, I never know the difference between like I had this 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 thing on my foot that I thought was a birthmark. It was shaped like a crescent moon, and it's gone. I miss it. I miss it. That's what I'm saying. I just uh, I was like, but what about my distinguishing birthmark that's going to make me the heir to a kingdom? Anyway, it's over now. I oh, had. Was- Oh, I had a, like a, a beauty mark, you know, those things like the Sydney Crawford thing or the Marilyn yeah. Monroe, the spot. I had one on my cheek till I was like 45. And then it just started to sprawl. And I'm like, Ugh. Uh, <laughs> this How is was- no place to go, but out all over my face. And so I had it taken off and it's weird. It was there my whole life. And then I didn't even real, I did I forgot about it immediately. Like I thought it, it would be you know, traumatizing to have my face look different, but I, I barely notice it except when I'm looking at old tapes and like, Oh, there's that, there's the mark. There's that thing, Mm -hmm. the mark of the devil. Here's my question. How was the Oprah thing? How was the Oprah? Oh, it was good. It was good. And then I wrote, I wrote a thing for the show because I, I started doing, this is the third time we've done it, which is Queen Elizabeth has a podcast with Prince Charles. (laughs) I told you this, the the people who play Charles and Elizabeth are Juliet Mills, whose father was knighted by Queen Elizabeth. They're like, uh, they're like the Red Graves. They're like an acting British acting family. They're like right. fucking amazing. Awesome. And then Maxwell Caulfield is her husband. He was he's in a ton of shit, but he was in Greece too. Right. And uh, and he does. It, it, they both have the accents perfect. You know, it's not Americans yeah. trying to sound. It's like they they were raised with these people. They know how they sound. So, so uh, I wrote a uh, wrote one up for that was kind of referenced Meghan and Harry, and it, it it was like a scramble to get it out for Monday night show. Yeah. We just, there's so much, you wouldn't believe the amount of production necessary for stuff like that, including just calling them up and going, Hey, uh, can you do this immediately? (laughs) You know, (laughs) you might have lives or things, you know, I I think they're like movie actors. So they're not necessarily on the late night schedule of we need it in 10 minutes, you know? So we kept trying to reach them. And, and, and uh, so that took a little while, but uh, we like, it, it was it was like the broadcast news sort of digitally getting it to TBS in Atlanta at the very last. Oh, that's second. awesome! So could be on the show, and it's had like over two hundred thousand uh, views, which is pretty good for something that is doesn't have a celebrity in it, and right. it's just a, you know it's just jokes written you know Kyron or subtitled in yeah, a YouTube it's video. It's just it's literally just went viral. That's all. It's well, awesome. I don't know if it's viral, but I mean it it just did it feels pretty well. Viral. Because uh, it was there the the night that everyone was doing Meghan and Harry comedy, and it was you know it was tagged appropriately by our web team. <laughs> That's it. It was timely. It was tagged correctly, and it was sent yeah. into the. By the way, TikTok, you can do this thing with comments where you can filter comments, mm-hmm. and so I uh, have filtered five words, um, which are uh, which are uh, it was. Oh, is it? It was female. Yes. Karen spelled incorrectly. K A R I N. 
Uh, Karen spelled correctly, uh, woman and women. Sure. And because, uh, and then all that shows up are all the comments that are like, women shouldn't do comedy. Women aren't funny. Female comics. Right. Suck. Oh, is that, up, does that happen a lot on TikTok? Uh, yeah, one of my, one of my clips is mm -hmm. a joke about how I didn't like the Applebee's in Saudi Arabia. And right. it's been a real hit with Saudi Arabians who tell me to fuck off. Really? And, uh, yes. Oh, that's fascinating. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's dangerous to be disliked by uh, Mohammed bin Salman because he, uh, he chops people up. Uh, but you know, I went to chop chop square when I was in uh, Riyadh. Really? Uh, yeah, there was no one was being chopped while I was there. But, what were you um, doing in Riyadh? Were you doing stand up there? Or yeah, for the troops. Stuff? Yeah, it was troop 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 stand up. Wow, my dad lived in Riyadh too. He was in Riyadh it, for a while. The food was amazing. Not at Applebee's. Uh, <laughs> we actually went to a Turkish restaurant. It was me and April Macy and a couple mm -hmm. of soldiers. Oh, is that uh, tour? It sounds fun. Oh. It was the weird. It was the weird tour where Vargas got hurt. Right. And oh, so God. it was and Alicia he was in Cooper coach with a broken leg or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. With oh, a God. dislocated knee or something. And so the, um, Kyle, it looks like you're reading your dissertation. And so, um, <laughs> I'm wondering if, uh, things, if the story I was possibly filling out on employment certification, <laughs> uh, Jackie, who gets caught looks like. I don't even want to know what our listeners are doing while they listen to this. So let's, oh, you know what? They're, everyone's very busy and doing things. Well, I was just hoping attention. that, um, like, if his if our picture is at the top, I could put the captions over his disinterested, well, you're fascinated. Well, I, I am, but it's, uh, <laughs> but not if you're laughing. Now you're looking for justification. <laughs> Guys, this got ugly, and I'm sorry to our listeners. I don't know what's happening right now. You want to call it justification with a cation? Anyway, oh, so, I'm right sure. The title uh, now. That's that could a be the title word for devil. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, that, uh, but I will say that, um, yeah, so, so TikTok is fine. And I almost, I was going to live TikTok the show, just my set. Mm -hmm. But uh, there was so many, th I had to uh, go to the bathroom really bad. And, and the show was so good that I didn't set up, like all the comics that I had invited to, everybody had, did, had, had such great sets that I didn't set it up right. And so uh, I didn't end up live TikToking it. I do like how you waited to pee until my set and then you darted away to do your business. I understand. I did not judge that at all. I was like, no, that had, it had to be, it had to be you because yeah, no, it had to be you or it had to be Amber. Like it had, or Harmston, it had to be someone I know. So, right. Well, you see me all the time and yeah. you know, you will see all of these bits again. So there's no reason <laughs> to stick around, you know, right. let it be a surprise the next time you hear it. Well, and if I have to do 30 while I have to pee, that's going to mm -hmm. affect uh, productivity. That's going to sure. affect <laughs> some time. So, um, you won't be tagging every joke. You want right, to. Right. I want to. I want to. Yeah, I was. Uh, I wanted to try the. I wanted to try the bits that aren't the two bits that I'm just doing on all the other shows that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was cool. That was cool mm -hmm. to work on the other stuff. And, um, I did a set this, it was Ben Glebe and Greg Proops, mm. uh, did a, a, a G and they, something for nowhere comedy. And, uh, and I just did 10 minutes up front. Um, and that was super fun actually. Nice. 
Yeah. I did no comedy. I did uh, every Monday, uh, Brian, Kylie, and I, and uh, we do the Writers of Flappers Presents, which is basically me and Brian, Kylie, and then some other comics on the show. Brian yeah. McDaniel always hosts. Like, he can he, he can mouth our jokes, uh, you know, verbatim. <laughs> um, uh, so, so that was my Monday set, and then I haven't done, I didn't do a set all week. And uh, I needed a little time off from staring into this fucking ring. And, yeah. uh, you know, and then when you asked me to do the nooner, I was like, yeah. And, uh, it was fun to just scramble and come up with some ideas. And what am I thinking now? Like I had a week off, like, you know, uh, what's on my mind a little bit. And so right, I had right. some new ideas to pursue. Oh, yeah. And, and my, my breast reduction got approved by insurance. Right. And the joke about it, uh, is working just fine. I think well, you be a, I'm sure there'll be more to come more to come. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, um, do you want to take pictures with our breasts the same size before you get that done or do you want to just do a, Jackie, sort of, yeah? we do need to open an only fans as soon as possible. <laughs> and I think you've stumbled on our first video. <laughs> Cannot. I I'm going um, down to a more manageable C cup. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh that's a good idea. Uh, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I've gained a, a fair amount of weight here in, in COVID times. And, uh, I, I think I put it on the thread that I was looking at a fat camp, uh, which by the way, they're not calling them that though. They're not, right. uh, yeah, it turns out that nobody, nobody wants to, nobody wants to, I'm just like, well, they, they have to still exist though. It turns out they do. They do still exist. They're just not calling them that, but they are $10,000 a week. So oh, guess what, God. guess what I'm not doing? Oh my God. Uh, as Andy said, he said, did you want me to tell you you shouldn't eat and maybe you should go work out? <laughs> and I was like, no, I definitely don't want that. I don't want that no, at all. Not at all. No, nope. no, no. Nope. That's nope. that's that's gonna just cause rage and tears. I would say so. zero <laughs> food input from anyone you live with. It's so it's so triggering. It's just so right. especially with uh, you know the history of um, not being skinny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the history of women <laughs> right the history of women yeah. in general and then the history of me not being thin so um but i do um but i do kind of want to because i i have i have booked i have booked a thing and it is a gig, the, mean, or a gig uh, yeah an actual yeah. gig in real life april 23rd or 24th one night this, one night for the city of milwaukee Mm. Uh, booked by the Laughing Tap guys, and uh, in a theater that seats so many people, but is only going to have 250 people. I told you about it last week that it sounded kind of sad, right? Because uh, it seats 4,000. Whoa, that's going to be an interesting show, <laughs> right? It's a theater. Oh boy, oh, yeah, it's boy. the Miller High Life Theater in downtown Milwaukee. Oh my god, but it's so owned by it- the city. Is it just you? Is it as, mm. like a night with couple other, a couple other com- local comics? Yeah. Wow. That's and cool. so, but the thing is, I need to run the run the stuff. I need to go stare at my dad, and um, yeah. and it and it was it supposedly will help uh the Milwaukee, you know, just to sort of open it up, and it will definitely be socially distant. Yeah. Um, I booked a week in July, July 8th, no, wait, excuse me, July 9th and 10th, whatever that Friday, Saturday is. Really? It's 9th and 10th. Nice. That's crazy. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And, uh, it's three shows, 
you know, and at the moment, if they continue with their current configuration, it'd be 45 people max per show, you know? Yeah. And uh, and, and he didn't have to move, did he? No, I don't think so. That's the Phoenix gig, right? Yeah. 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 No, I don't think he moved. I know that, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be as we re-enter, at least for the summer, because they think they think COVID might circle, come back, you know, sure. a little bit in the winter when everyone goes back in. But it, you know, yeah, gigs. It, but they won't be, you know, it'll it'll be like forty five people in a in a comedy club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, and you can't squish them together. You know, no, they you have cannot. to sit all the way in the back, and you can't even. But it's stir like crazy a small room like by a, a normally though uh, a hostess who just filled in for the evening and just right. let people sit wherever they wanted yeah, <laughs> that's what it's going to be right. like but it's right i'm still super excited right it's still it's it's still going to be live people and working on live timing so and july should be fine and and maybe at the end of april we could do a live show in your backyard yes yes i was going to bring that up Let's do it. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Equipment. People will be, you know. Mostly, or, or at least early May. Getting vaccinated. Like yes. Yes. Yeah, but, I think we could do late April. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me do, guess what? We'll do one show uh, before breast reduction, and then people can come back. <laughs> team in person. Maybe well, if we do gonna... this show before the breast reduction, I, as people leave the show, they can squeeze one <laughs> just to get a final fondle. That's that's not socially distant. Here's the thing: oh, is right. the reason to do it would be to get a before and after shot. You know, it's just like I'm going to yeah. get a picture with Lori with the with the double D's, and then yes. I'm going to get them with the C's. Yeah, and uh, the uh, and that'll be hard too, unless everyone brings their vaccination card. You bring so. your vaccination card. Wear a mask. We'll be outside. I don't know. I I think we're we're completely within Dr. Fauci's guidelines, and I could get squeezed uh, by strangers in my. <laughs> I think it's what the CDC ordered. Someone needs some physical contact, and I don't blame <laughs> you at all. I, uh, Ew, I do. This is terrible. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. You're kind of blushing. In other words, <laughs> uh, what, so what's uh, what's this week look like? Do you have your thing? I got stuff I this week. Um, I'm doing a live show on Wednesday at. Um, uh, in Venice, I'm doing the St. Patrick's Day show with Greg Fitzsimmons and Dennis Gubbins, but I don't know who else is on it. But it's in Venice someplace, uh, and I will be tweeting about it. And then I have some Zoom stuff as well. But I'll okay, yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy got his shot today. Yeah, and um, which 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 one? Yay! Right, right. Uh, which one? Uh, the one. Uh, he, I think it was a Pfizer. Okay. It was, uh, it was a place that I stood in line and he, cause his was scheduled for Sunday. And I was like, well, now his mom has a vaccine and he's scheduled to get a vaccine. Turns out I will be using my Cation wiles to fucking get a vaccine because I don't sure. want to be the only one of the three of us not having a vaccine now. Right. And, uh, so I got, I got my first shot. And so that's why I took the gig in mid April. So yeah, that's great. Which did you get Pfizer? Or I Moderna? got Pfizer as well. Yeah. And um friend of mine, oh, Amber Preston. She said that her husband got Johnson or Johnson. Mm, that's good. Yeah. I think Johnson well, and Johnson is better than out. what they were saying. Um 
Yeah, I mean, Biden said by May 1st, you know, every every adult should be eligible to get it. Okay. You know, in every state. And uh it it just, you know, it, it feels like things are lifting, you know, the next couple months. Man, that that uh that thing that he passed was great. Yeah, uh, it's good. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's uh, he's shoveling uh, against the tide here, like he's trying to undo things and move civilization forward. But the, what he did with the with the child credit and the rebate, what is it exactly? It's three thousand. It was is it is it twenty five hundred per kid if you make under four hundred thousand dollars a year. Guess what? I qualify. Well, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it will Just it will barely, make a, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it will make a real difference to people yes. who yeah, yeah. need it. Yeah, and and it's not just a, a tax credit; it's a rebate. Oh, that's great. So they send you the money if if you're if uh, if it's if if they're not taking it off your taxes. Oh, that's nice. So that's nice. Uh, it's outstanding. It. Yeah. Um, and uh, so those uh, fuckwits can talk about Dr. Seuss until they all die and then rot in hell. You know if what? We can get more of that done. They have nothing to talk about because nobody nobody hates Biden. The right doesn't really hate him. You know, there's a few of the Alzheimer right. accusers and right. stuff, but they don't hate him like they hated Clint, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. No, and- no. T- turns out because he is a straight white guy, even if he is 100 years old. It helps, Jackie. It helps. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, it's it's, uh, you know, it's there's. I I read that somebody had some. I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna uh, give it. Yeah, right, right. Fuck them. So uh, yeah, but that means because they don't have much to talk about now, they have to start, you know, going after women. Trans people, like they uh, they got to throw some meat to their viewers, like they're. You know, and Tucker Carlson was going after this uh, journalist, uh, Taylor Lorenz. Do you did you follow that story at all? I saw it. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't they, really follow it, but it, it, it's just it, it, they're calling their fans to harass her, and it, it's something they. It's kind of similar to what was done with Meghan Markle, and they that kind of mindset loves to take young women that are attractive and then just start to paw at them and send send vitriol to them. I mean, it was a version of Piers Morgan, you know, doing whatever he was doing. So, well, and it's, I mean, Trump is gone, but he has turned over every rock and those worm people are still out in the sun, man. Right. And, um, and so we know what they want to do. And we know, I mean, the thing is, is a 60% approval rate already with us and still, in not even near, we're not near the end. I mean, I'm going to be wearing a mask easily to the grocery store well into well into July, possibly. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. And um, but uh, definitely on an airplane. Oh, definitely in an airport. Yes, for sure. In an airplane. Yes. Do you remember, like a couple of years before all this, there was this Instagram uh, video of Naomi Campbell prepping for first class. Oh, Do you remember that? She, no. And she had like. She was head to toe covered, right? She had masks on. She had she has she had safety goggles. She had a really cute sort of outfit that she wore, <laughs> like a pink outfit over like a doctor pink outfit, and then uh, plastic over her shoes. And she just showed everyone how she wipes down her first class seat. And um, oh, okay, it seemed like oh, you know, she must fly a lot. I guess that's why she's worried, and that's that is why she's worried. But 
it, you know, it was, uh, look it was back so on right it. on looking back. Yeah. Like, I, I, I want a special alive. outfit like yeah. she has. Right. One that you can, one that's made like those disposable coveralls that, <laughs> that painters use. And then you oh, just sure, yeah. off and throw it out. Sure. And, uh, landfills, landfills. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, yeah. but, uh, so I would say, so I've been working on this thing. I'm going to do this, sh this show at the end of April, a right. zoom show. That's a late night. It's a, it's a fake late night show, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a prototype of what the Jackie Cation late night show would be. And so I, they've done 57 of them, right? 56 of them where they've, they've spent, you know, easily 40 hours figuring out the voice of whoever, like Alonzo Bowden, I think was the last one. Wow. And, um, and so they're they, writing sketches and desk pieces sketches and, stuff and desk pieces and monologues. Cool. And, and so what the, the, what they wanted was sort of, of what he called it a vision board, but it was like a, 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 a two page one sheet, right. Yeah. <laughs> of to, so that the writers who don't know me can write from my perspective. And so essentially, what do I love? What do I not love? What are my comedy influences? What kind of comedy don't I like? And then, um, and I, um, God, I'm spacing the guy's name. The sample they gave me was, was kind of epic. It was huge. It was like a five page with graphics and everything. Oh, really? Mine, mine didn't have any graphics, but it did. He also, the guy had put in like links and stuff. And so I put some links to different, you know, uh, sketches that I like. And while doing that, I, I was reminded of the Richard Pryor comedy show. Yeah. You remember that one? Or do you remember, did you, I mean, I, I don't remember it real time. No, it was I, mid seventies, I, I think. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure I wasn't allowed to watch that. Uh, no, no. I remember Flip Wilson, of course, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I was allowed to watch Richard Pryor stuff. No, well, and Richard Pryor, but the the sketch that is epic and uh, and known through like is legendary is the gun store. Have you have you ever do you ever see the gun store one? I don't know. Where he walks in to buy a gun. He mm -hmm. is the only black man in this gun store. Yeah, there. And he's just kind of looking and he's like, I think I kind of want a gun. And the guns start talking to him, talking and, about who they killed and what they're and he just he ends up not buying one. Wow. And you're like, where? And it's the there is comedy wow. there, but it is intense it is an intense oh. two and a half minute three minute sketch you guys so if you if you youtube google okay essentially richard prayer gun skit and the word skit put that in there for sure because whoever <laughs> uploaded it needed the word skit yeah because <laughs> so. my mother wrote on that show so yeah <laughs> And then I then I was looking up. Uh, also, I found a, an amazing Carol Burnett sketch that I had forgotten about. Where uh, and I'm spacing. I wow, names are a sieve today. Sorry, folks. Uh, Harvey Corman and the little Tim guy. Conway. Thank uh, you, yeah, Tim okay. Conway. So they're in a bar, and Tim Conway is saying to Harvey Corman that women don't like him. Why am I here? Women don't. I don't know if you remember that sketch. And a woman walks in. And because Harvey Corman's like, no, no, I'm sure you're wrong. I'm sure they like you. We'll we'll do it together. We'll hit on some women. You've been, you know, sitting around the house too much. And so a woman walks in. Tim Conway gets up and attacks her. 
like literally grabs her and starts kissing her. And Harvey Corbin's like, what are you doing? And Tim Conway deadpan sits back down. The woman beats him off. He, Tim Conway sits back what? down and goes, this is yeah. on the Carol Burnett show. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, how does she beat him off? Like literally he grabs her and dips her and starts like sort of mauling her and trying to kiss her. And the woman pushes him away and starts hitting him and then runs. Oh, I thought you, when you said beats him <laughs> off, I thought you meant she jerked him off on the Carol Burnett show. And I was oh, having a hard time with that one. Jackie, it's been too long since you've been in a club. This is so <laughs> disturbing. I could not be happier. <laughs> this is just a delight. Um, no, she pushes him away. And, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Let's use our words, ladies and gentlemen. And then what happens? Anyway, Tim Conway sits down in deadpans. See? They just don't like me. <laughs> and, um, and there's like two more of that, and it escalates. And then yeah. Carol Burnett is the last woman who comes in. And it uh, escalates some more, but the, 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 just the, the fact that it's so sort of dark and not, and it's addressing something that's super real and super, and it's really, really funny, Mm -hmm. but you're like, oh, right. And, and it's not, it's sort of. I mean, it, it's it's incidentalizing, like it's it's incidental that this is how he's doing it, and and he's being called on it, but he's not being, you know, he's not being arrested. Though that uh, Harvey Corman at one point says, "You're gonna get us arrested," and uh, but the whole thing is just, I love that sort of. It has, it has that, there's this, so as I'm looking at what kind of comedy, like if you were going to write from my perspective, and no one ever has, many people have tagged jokes, many people. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. It is, there is, uh, one of the, I was like, the, the, the comedy, the only comedy panel show that I loved as a child, not not panel like Johnny Carson uh, or Dick Cavett, because Dick Cavett was my favorite, but um, but panel where everybody's riffing in a circle was uh, Steve Allen's Meeting of Minds on PBS. Do you remember that? I watched it. Nuh-uh. Oh my God! It was Steve Allen, mm-hmm. uh, and he is hosting essentially. Th- they're going to have a serious topic like welfare. And then all of the people that come are actors dressed as different people in history. So there's oh Marie god. Antoinette, <laughs> oh my god, Karl Marx, yeah, uh, like Aristotle. Like it is one of the one of the most intelligent bullshit hipster. What on earth? This wow. was my. I'm 11, and me and Nancy Cation <laughs> are watching this, and I'm like, this is amazing. And, uh, <laughs> That's great. Like the Goonie bird that I am. Hey, let's do Comic of the Week and a Max Fun Break. Hey, folks, it's me, James Arthur M., host of Minority Corner, your home through these wild times for weekly doses of pop culture, history, news, nerdy stuff, and more through a BIPOC queer and allied lens. Hollywood. I'm a black woman, and you need to put me in your picture. <laughs> I am Eartha Kitt. Meow. Where am I right now? <laughs> Why it's February and March that you get to celebrate me and all the other beautiful black women in your life and or your history. And still to this day, we do not have a federal anti-lynching law. This is so bad. They were like, I didn't, I, I didn't even know any of this existed. 
existence. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is God. why we have these conversations here. So join me and some of your new BFFs every Friday here on Maximum Fun to stay informed, empowered, and have some fun. Minority Corner, because together we're the majority. Oh, yeah. So this lady, I worked with her on a Zoom recently. She's really funny, and I didn't know her. And then I started, like, looking into her, and she's, she's been doing comedy the same amount of time we have. Oh, wow. And, like, your... one of her videos online is from is a BET, is from Comic View. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so she's, and, and there's a, her name's Olivia Arrington. That's right, Olivia. And we can't, we can barely find her online. I don't think she's on Twitter. Kyle found a Facebook that she runs, but, um, she seems to have avoided, uh, I'm going to say quite <laughs> wisely, the hell that you and I, and many people live in on a daily basis. Right. Churning it out, trying to make people, uh, care over the internet. Um, Olivia Carrington, Her- Arrington, A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N. And, um, she, it'll she be in the like, notes, right? Yeah. She has a video on, uh, a CTV set, you know, do you remember CTV? Vaguely. Yeah, that's exactly, that's, <laughs> it, it's all vague. And uh, <laughs> she commented, I hate the way they edited this. I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's uh, awesome. One of us, one of us. But yeah, but you know, I, she's a little hard to find on social media. It, she has a lot of gigs based out of Canada. And I don't know if she's moved to Canada because she's according to like inside jokes did a feature on her and she said she's from Chicago. So I don't know, but she was really funny on the zoom set. And uh, I don't know if she, uh, uh, you know, just does, you know, participates in social media the way she wants to not, uh, not addictively the way a lot of us do, but you know, uh, try to find her her. and try to find her doing a zoom set because she's funny and she's, uh, got experience and all that stuff. I think she, if I remember right, what really sparked my interest is she somehow was like, we're all, you know, people just hanging out before the Zoom set and she may have mentioned Spellbinders. And I was like, what? Wait, that, did you ever Spellbinders? <laughs> no. Where it's, was it, that? It was in Houston. Yeah. And it was like two weeks at a time. And I think she had, did she have like multiple clubs? So like, if you were in, you just got like four weeks of work without I having to like leave the that. state and it was like amazing i remember and, when when uh it was did you ever do the comedy stop yes uh, re, i think it was was it vegas or reno or atlantic city or all three? Oh, i did i told i did just atlantic city but that's the one maybe i did vegas once but that's the one with the murphy bed that i was oh, afraid yeah, yeah. to sleep in yeah and Ron, Rontowski used to just go back to back to back to back. And it would be like nine weeks a year of work oh for her. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, so it was booked by this lady named Lynn Carmens. And I'm like, we have the same initials. She's going to love me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very attracted to LKs. I'm like, we, we, we're, you know, we're simpatico. There's not a lot of us. Um, so, uh, but she didn't love me, but she didn't hate me. But I worked a little bit like I worked with. I worked with uh, Adam Ferrara one week there, and for and he he reminded me of this one time. I had a math math workbook because I was I was so bored, and there was so you know AOL or was so expensive or whatever. I was not online all the time, right. so I just brought a math workbook to relearn how to do algebra because I was wow. like, oh, my brain is you know decomposing. Right, right. This is HTML, Kill Martin, right here. <laughs> This is Jose uh, this Simone I worked with there and some other and Kostaki Economopolis and I had some fun. It, it, yeah. was, it was a really good room. 
Yeah. And then she, Lynn, got a brain cancer. And maybe okay. that sort of led to, it's it, obviously the club is closed now. I don't, I don't know if that was the exact thing that led to it, but. Um, Te- Texas it was yeah. blocked off to me for much of the 90s. And, really? Um, yeah, it was too bad. But uh, every time I've played Houston and I've played Dallas and I played Fort Worth, mm-hmm. like one time each. And all three times I've enjoyed them. I mean, the, the thing is about, it's stand-up, stand-up, Audiences are so much different than sort of the regular uh, uh, bric-a-brac of people, of humanity walking around. The people who sure. come to comedy clubs are just more open to whatever you're going to talk about, you know, usually. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, um, you know, they see you in person. They get, a, you know, you you get a feel for somebody when you see them in person. If they're, yeah. if they're nice, quite, if they're honestly. fucking around, if they're joking, that you don't get off the internet. Uh, even if you're watching a video on the internet. And so I don't know, live performance, I'm starting to think should never be videotaped. (laughs) (laughs) You know what they say. It should just exist for that audience right there. The comic wants to put some tapes out, clips out and stuff. But, you know, a lot, sometimes shit is just not going to work when it's viewed, you know, if someone wasn't there, in the room watching you you know it's it's just better uh mm-hmm. i think i mean it's fine but it it is just better live it's just we're all better standing in front of each other and uh and i look forward to it yes i, I was looking at it, some old tapes you know part of my my mega transferring project and stuff yeah, and there yeah. was some stuff from 2013 and um it was that it was at uh, the underground in seattle and it was a friday light show so it was like Kind of oh. shitty. Oh my and, god! Uh, and and the, there was a bachelor party on. Did you ever work that room on the right side? It's like so. Yes, there's, there's a right side of the room, yeah. and uh, and then there's the bar. So the right side's sort of like its own. It's like the letter L, right? So yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of separate from the center of the room. Like they don't. They're not super connected. Yeah, the attic is set up like that a little bit. Comedy attic. Oh room. yes, yeah. yes. But it, but the the attic doesn't extend so far back where. Uh, oh, it's not quite as deep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. So, um, anyway, the, the, what, what it leaves you with is two different audience chunks that you have to constantly monitor, right? There's right. people on the right side and then people down the center and, and the, down the center includes everyone on the left because it's one giant area. So the, the right side had a bachelor party and it was just like, Oh, uh, I was, you know, I was just shutting the guy down and I, I was like, oh, I miss this so much. I would fucking... <laughs> love to have this asshole interrupt a set right now i would i would love it and and did you cut that up for youtube because you have all those you could because you i mean those are your those are my favorite um, i mean that's what i love that you spent some time on youtube with those sort of you're like what is happening when you're talking (laughs) to the audience and it's outstanding hey let's do an ad by the way yes we have an ad for uh, the beautiful people at Function of Beauty, which I saw a TV. Oh, you did? A TV ad for it no, yeah, last shit. night when I was watching Rizzolian Isles. On oh, Start you know what? TV. I feel like that's our target audience is Rizzoli and us. <laughs> uh, both those ladies would love us. I don't know which I don't know which is which. I've never seen the show before, and I was watching it going, I think this is the first. Ep- no, it was an early episode. Uh, They're like start- the female Franklin and Bash. Um, I don't know. That's another detective show from TV. Here's what I want to say. Or TV and TV, I don't know. 
Function yeah. Beauty is dedicated to being the world leader in customizable beauty, offering yes. precise formulations for your hair's specific needs. If you take a quick but thorough quiz to tell them a little about your hair type and your hair, I don't know, what is it, your hair dreams? Goals. Or aspirations, goals? your hair vision board. Yeah, your, the vision board about your hair. They can freaking fulfill it. That's the great thing. Your hair goals, mm -hmm. such as lengthen, volumize, oil control. And because your hair changes with the season, you can change your hair goals before every shipment. That's right. So don't, you know, don't buy off the shelf. Just make to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionalbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie to take your quiz and save 20% off on your first order. Order beg. Uh, functionalbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie. You'll get 20% off that first order. So that applies to their full range, by the way, of customized hair, skin, and body products. Yeah, I love it. My hair is what I, I, I will spend money on. Like I'll get, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll put some cheap shit into my skin, but my hair, like my goal for my hair is I continue to have it. Right. And, uh, and, but you should look at functional beauties, uh, skin stuff too, because, uh, it looks yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get 20% off that first order. Just so you know, functionalbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie. Slash Jackie Laurie. No, I love, I love the shampoo. I haven't done the skin stuff yet. I, I, I'm a little lazy about skincare, you know, I just slather on the uh, sunscreen, but uh, I'm obsessed with hair care. That's uh, my number one priority. Well, that's great. Over now, my son and stand-up yeah. comedy. Um, I have to tell you, and let's step away from the ad for me to let you know that I once got a facial and they said, what is your skincare regimen? I said, <laughs> I said you don't want to know. You don't want to know. And, uh, and she said, well, what is it? And I said, hotel shampoo? <laughs> and uh, yep, yep, yep. She's like, N no. And I, I, was, I was like, I told you, you didn't want to know. You didn't want to know, lady. <laughs> yeah. So uh, keep working on it. Do what you can. Mm -hmm. Do what you can with what's in front of you, lady. Uh, so. I, I don't know. I just, uh, I was excited to do the show today. I was, sometimes I think about the amount of work it is and the grind that it is for the mm -hmm. small, I'm not making any, I'm making so little money <laughs> because mm -hmm. I want to have so many people do guest sets <laughs> because I want to, I want to hang out. I want to yeah. see a bunch of comics and I want to see yeah. what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm not, uh, but it, but it, it is some income. So yeah. I am grinding it out to make a couple, you know, so I at least make some money. And, um, but then I was also, because I've been keeping a spreadsheet since I've been doing it because, uh, I, I feel have like to, you love spreadsheets. Am I wrong? Uh, you are not entirely wrong. I never used to, I've embraced the spreadsheet. Okay. Maria Bamford and Andy Ashcraft, their love of spreadsheet has soaked. It's like me getting at someone else's dorkdom. Okay. It's like now <laughs> I'm a spreadsheet person. So, and it is good to, cause then I can go back and I can figure out, you know, sort of, I, I could follow what I made and, and who I was paying and, and which comics went up, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. It just, it, it feels like it's accountability and, um, and some, some weeks I make better money. It was going to be, I did, do you need a ride this week? I did the Dinar podcast, Karen Kilgariff and Chris Fairbanks. Yeah, I've never done that one. And they, uh, they don't, I don't need a ride and no, they're not driving anyone around right now. So we did it over Zoom. Yeah. And it was super fun. And I asked but them didn't if they, they 
They would drive you to the airport? They drove me to the airport twice. Wow. It was pretty great. It's pretty great. Uh, I think eventually they were like, we're done. We're done. We're done driving you to LAX. You want to go to Burbank? Sure. And uh, <laughs> six minute podcast with me. Exactly. Why not? I don't know. I mean, is it too soon to do the other ad? It's, we're at 4251. So we could. We could we're do it. Masters of our own destiny. We. <laughs> I have to say that I like this this app. It is an app um, that uh, here's Jackie and Lori show is uh, supported in part by Libby. Libby, which uh, by the way is a short term for library, because it's called Libby because it's a free reading app created by OverDrive that lets you borrow eBooks and audiobooks from your library on your phone, tablets, Kindle, or computers. All you need is a valid library card. I have one uh, from your library, and even if you don't have a library card, what did that say? If you don't have a library card, yeah, I want to call to action on that. <laughs> who who um, doesn't have a library card? Yeah, yeah. If, uh, if but if you don't have a library card currently, you can read samples of any book. Well, that's just teaser business, man. Get a library card. Uh, Libby works just like your physical library. You simply borrow available books you want to read, and then re they return themselves automatically after your loan expires. And you can also extend it. Um, I t uh, was just reading a Miss Fisher murder mystery, which uh, I've bought a bunch of the books. Turns out it's cheaper to just go to Libby and get them from the library. <laughs> and uh and they also have audiobooks which is kind of exciting and um it is i have two audiobooks that you could you could listen to on libby oh that's awesome i don't so, know if i've ever mentioned them but before but yeah so if you download libby in the apple app store or google play store uh and then you just start borrowing and sampling ebooks and audiobooks today and then get a library card and uh read and listen to all the books you've ever wanted because it'll just come to your phone yay, yay. libby libby <laughs> all right and then let's do the last max fun Welcome back to Fireside Chat on KMAX. With me in studio to take your calls is the dopest duo on the West Coast, Oliver Wong and Morgan Rhodes. Go ahead, caller. Hey, uh, I'm looking for a music podcast that's insightful and thoughtful, but like also helps me discover artists and albums that I've never heard of. Yeah, man. Sounds like you need to listen to Heat Rocks every week. Myself and I'm Morgan Rhodes and my co-host here, Oliver Wong, talk to influential guests about a canonical album that has changed their lives. Guests like Moby, Open Mike Eagle, talking about albums by Prince, Joni Mitchell, and so much more. Yo, what's that show called again? Heat Rocks, deep dives into hot records. Every Thursday on Maximum Fun. And then uh, let's talk about something. Uh, I'm done. I don't have anything. Uh, except for that I have, once I decided that I was going to, I was willing to do the road, yeah. I emailed my agent to go, remember those, every, those, all those clubs that were like, hey, will she come? Hey, will she come? I can come now. And uh, so far, uh, two days of crickets. So uh, I'm going to want. Uh, so you're more than welcome when you're risking your life, but uh, when you might survive the week, uh, <laughs> not interesting. Right. Now, now too many people, maybe, maybe everybody can do it now. Yeah. I told, uh, I told my manager, uh, let's, uh, here's everybody, you know, here's a lot of clubs I haven't worked, uh, in a year or two, actually. Well, I guess it'd be at least two years, right. Year and a half, right. something like year that. Year and a half at least. 
that were in my rotation that hopefully still want me and hopefully uh, can load up the summer. That would be a lot of fun. Vaccine summer. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I can, you know, I can, I can book stuff. I I'll call Tom. I'm not above it. And see if Tom wants me to I come emailed him. Yeah. Oh, you just emailed him out of the yes. blue. Mm-hmm. Good on I you. Did. And, uh, that's um, cool. Yeah. Uh, are you watching, do you watch any clips from Amber Ruffin's, uh, the late night show she does? No, it's really good. She's, she does a really great job and, um, it's on Peacock, but they're, they're letting her have some of, uh, the NBC space that was formerly occupied by Lily Singh's reruns, I think. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, so I don't know if you guys want to see some of it. You want to give ratings to something? Stay up late and watch uh, Amber Amber Ruffin's late night show. It's really good. And um, uh, what is is it? I like the idea of a little bit of variety. A little bit of this late night show is like uh, the 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 live thing. They're like, well, you're going to need a guest and you're going to need a musical guest. Yeah, I was like, will I? And uh, who do I know? And um, like, who can I? Because I there's. I can't imagine, like, I know that, that they're going to charge for it and this is their 57th one. And so they're, I assume they can pay people, they, but they have an audience, right? Right. I think they have an audience, but I don't necessarily think they have scale. Right. As far as paying musicians and yeah, like, oh, I right, know, right. I know Amy man, but does Amy man want to come do my weird zoom show? Maybe, Essentially, which is what this is. I think Oh, comics, a lot of comics, the only musician they know is Amy Mann. And right, so right. I'm going to guess she's the next <laughs> Or Ted Leo. Uh, yes, that is yeah, a, yeah. Right. That is a three-pointer. Well played. <laughs> you are correct. Because, um, well, I mean, you know, I, Dean Del Rey's a musician. Right. I could also ask Jonathan Colton, um, who is the other musician. <laughs> I don't know. I could, what about I, Mark Maron? Um, he plays the guitar. I mean, I might I know. as well. I could ask Bill Gareth if I'm oh, asking shit, people yeah. that play music. Yeah. yeah, I would love. I would actually love. Uh, have you ever That'd heard? Karen, have you ever heard the Karen Kilgariff album on Bandcamp that Greg uh, Greg uh, Barrent uh, produced? No. Wow. Oh, it is hysterical. Is it? it is hilarious and okay. fun, and and her. It's just. Uh, yeah. She's great. I I don't doubt you. Uh, yeah, um, you can't. You can't and, doubt And me. Greg Barrett, of course, is awesome as well. Yeah, he's one, a good one guy. of the guys I started with in San Francisco. Karen right. came out a little bit later. Um, but yeah. Down yeah. from Petaluma, Jackie. Drive. <laughs> right. It's funny because Fairbanks was saying that we were in Karen's hometown of Temecula. Temecula. And, <laughs> right. And Karen said, I'm not, I think you mean Petaluma. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they're on opposite ends of the state. Well, Fairbanks is from Montana. It's almost like me, like I, it's whatever I try to talk about the Bay Area. You know, I'm Petaluma just like, is in North California, if I can quote you, Jackie. Right? Upstate is what you're. Oh, is. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it felt. I knew it felt wrong. I just didn't know which wrong it was. I, I think I was trying to explain to Kyle Ayers last week that you uh, were a Bay Area that you're from San Francisco but you're really from Walnut Creek and he was right. like and it was almost like I had slapped him because uh, I, <laughs> I said yeah she's from San Francisco she's from Walnut Creek and he was like what? 
And uh, so because he doesn't feel like someone from Walnut Creek could possibly be from San Francisco. Yeah, I've heard that my whole fucking life. So talk to me about it. I'm from South Milwaukee, which is its own town. We have our own oh. water treatment plant. Um, Fancy. Do you have your own? Well, do you have your own school district and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had our own racism. It was all, it was all <laughs> happening for us. And uh, excellent. But, uh, yeah, we had our own factory and we had our own water tower. And what? Are how, you, how long are you readjusting your underpants right now? What's happening? I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm tie tie. Yeah. No, I understand. It go. It gets up there, and you got to pull it out. Uh, wow. Look First at you wearing a sweatshirt of a club that doesn't book me. Thanks a lot. Take your comedy work sweatshirt off and t- until they bring me there. How dare you uh, flaunt it in front of me? No one needs to see the double D's. <laughs> anyway, um, where are we at here, Kyle? We are at 50. Wait. <laughs> 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 What do I got? Anybody got anything? Oh, I have another outdoor show on the twentieth as well. Wait, who's booking you? I'm, 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 I'm willing to do outdoor shows now, especially when you're willing. Ten thousand Zoom shows last week. I wasn't angry. I mean, not to your face about how much you were working (laughs) and I wasn't. I have two gigs. You're like, what the fuck? If if they book her, how come I don't have it? It's true, and I'm also doing thirteen other people's podcasts at all times. Hmm. Um, oh, I'm doing a Marga Gomez Zoom show on Thursday night. Oh, I did that. It's a lot of fun. I bet. I bet it's yes. fun. And a Corey Kahaney. Uh, on the Friday. Is, oh, I did that show too. Right. And a Zucasa on Friday. Um, I don't know what Zucasa is. That's essentially, Zucasa is one of the new, it's essentially Quibbly. It's essentially CISO. It's uh, Zucasa is going to be, it's one of those. So it's something that's going to be at a business soon? Is that what you're saying? Something that has a great deal of money invested in it right now. It's How do you spell it? Z-O-O-C-A-S-A? Z-U-C-A-S-A. And I should have known it wasn't an actual word, Zoo. It was a made-up bro word, tech word. Andy went to, like, two blocks from here. There's someone in their front yard has done a pop-up a restaurant and they are frying chicken in a fry later in their front oh, front yard that's how so, your comedy club used to do it oh and they basically he went and picked us up lunch there uh and dinner essentially because i i am so full but it was delicious and wow. uh but i was like lawn food that's what it is it's just like pop-up lawn restaurant yeah um yeah, I was thinking of New York Comedy Club because the I mean, I've said this before, but the old the old version, the new the new owners like transformed it. And I still can't handle it when I walk in it because it's it just doesn't it doesn't jive with what New York Comedy Club is for me. But um, they used to have the the uh, George Foreman grill right next to the cash register. And so when you were you as an audience member, you're coming in, you're paying cash, your credit card. And the cashier is, is also like flipping burgers and things <laughs> with the other hand. And people would order that shit. It's like you, they showed you what they're doing and you right. didn't care about yourself. Did you ever work wits end outside of I, Denver? Yes. Yes. Uh, they, I remember that guy, all that thing. John Cooney. Uh, who cares? And uh, he, uh, <laughs> he was, he was so, uh, he literally was like, 
I he yelled to his wife, or his wife yelled to him. He's like, somebody's got to go to Costco to get more taquitos. And I was like, oh, I see what's happening here. And uh, that's what I would do. Yeah. If I owned a club. Taquitos are co- that, yeah, that's would. good shit. Yeah, no, no, it is not. <laughs> it that is. is that is definitely what you would do. But you that just ate lawn good. food, and you're telling me taquitos from Costco aren't good. Oh, I'm sorry. These people made the lawn food from scratch. I know. Uh, taquitos from Costco. Costco is terrible. Um, I do, but essentially, it's like just a salt factory to get people to buy more beer. And I get that. Uh, I understand what's happening, but um, but I do like it when a comedy club has good food. I do. Or too. they just have popcorn. Comedy and Magic, Flappers, and The Stand have great food. Uh, and there's, there's other clips as well. But uh, especially especially Comedy and Magic and that salmon, I can't even I can't uh, Flappers, Flappers is amazing. Yeah. Acme, Acme has really good food. Yes. It, oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. And um, offhand. Oh, Denver. Then, like, Denver sends out. Oh, there we go again. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I've never Just worked it. The two restaurants above it. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's pretty <laughs> sweet. Anyway. I would just like to put out that, like, I'm trying to get work at Spokane. Uh-huh. You know? Are you? The club that, yeah. that w- when you talked about the club owner, they stopped booking me. Yeah, they stopped booking me too, but. Uh... I, I just want to put it out to all club owners. I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care what you do. I don't care. I just want to work. I want to work clubs. Yeah. All right. I'll fucking mm-hmm. figure out how to avoid you if you're a problem with me, but I don't care. I just want to work. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I'd love to go to Spokane. I'd love mm-hmm. to go to Tacoma. Get Tacoma. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun gigs. They're fun gigs. I don't necessarily, I don't need to go, um, <laughs> to, um, uh, Apple. Appleton. Yeah. It's Appleton, home of Houdini. Here's the thing about Appleton. It's literally just far enough away from Milwaukee to make it impossible for me to have lunch with my family. Uh, so, and it's not near any major airport. Mm-hmm. So you have to drive three hours anyway. Yeah. So essentially it's like that Eddie Brill um, comedy festival in Johnny Carson's hometown. Right. Where you fly into Omaha and then have to drive three hours. Right. And you're like, Is he nah. still doing that? No, uh, like not this year, year right. but, uh, but I don't know, but I, th- I think it stopped anyway. The, t- yeah, or the yeah. town took it over kind of like Aspen took over their own festival at one point, their own comedy festival. <laughs> I don't know why and, they did that. uh, because I think they thought they'd save a shekel, which is interesting. And, um, but I, I do know that I know that I just, I want to work all these towns and I think, I could reinvent the wheel um, and just book sort of like a Stanhopey kind of you yeah. know, ven- venues like like people do. James Adomian, yeah. Matt Bronger and Kyle Kinane, you know. Yeah, that might uh, be. Yeah. Kyle, Brandy yeah. Posey. Yeah, the whole that whole generation, the Kyle, the Kyle Clark, uh, Brandy Posey generation. You guys I know. They're so, they're so good, good at this shit. Yes. Yeah. They're so exactly. good at this shit. It's it's a lot too. It's like and TikTok. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I gotta do all this shit. Yeah, I should probably ping Brian Regan see what he's doing next year. Yeah, uh, this, this summer, see if he's willing to have have this one uh, show up in front of him again. Sure, because uh, that's that would be some steady work. Totally. Um, 
Yep. But I, yeah, I was, um, I essentially, I'm just going to, I'm going to ping my agent this week and just go, Hey, I'm thinking of just trying to book me <laughs> if, if you're not, if, 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 if you're not getting any quick bites mm-hmm. and then you could book me around my other weeks and stuff. Mm-hmm. All yeah. I know is that the first time Andy drops me off at LAX, I'm going to be crying like a tiny baby. <laughs> and, um, this has been a, a, a good year in some ways, you know, like it's, you You've staying had, you, home with your husband, me staying home with my son this whole time. Yeah. I mean, my son has been, we've spent every single night together for an entire year. Yeah. That's this unprecedented. Is, I, what I, what I think about the children who will raise in this, who will grow up in this generation, it will be, it'll affect them in ways you can't even imagine. And I, hopefully yeah. in a good way, you know, it depends on your support system at home. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, some, some kids are, you know, they have parents that are working outside the house and they're at home up by themselves and the, the kids are, or the parents are home, but the kids are too young. So that's a monitor to the zoom, which is a fucking nightmare. But right. like my kids' grades are A's and B's now he oh, was, God. you know, C through F yeah, and then a couple G's. <laughs> you know, doing great. I don't know what to say. That's but, awesome. Um, That's so great. And I just, yeah, I mean, it's that quality versus quantity time. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of school time is just managing crowds, and it's not learning and teaching and stuff. And so, right, uh, it's that you know, they it's, got it's to a get weird, rid of a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's some social skill learning, and it's yeah. some social terrorizing learning. Mm-hmm. And navigating all that terrorizing, if you can, if you can lose that, your kid can get A's and B's. So how's he doing on that manga, by the way? I think uh, we have two more for him. Uh, Oh, he's, as far as I know, he's blazing through it. He might be caught up. He might be ahead of us. uh, Or, or I might want to read that thing and be done with it. I had to write this, uh, this 400 word 350 to 600 word uh, thing for Marvel. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wrote it and it was dry, dry, dry as (laughs) dust. And a little academic. Uh, And I read it to Maria. And it was peer reviewed. So, I mean, that's good. And it was, uh, it was, Maria was as supportive as she could be. And because that's, (laughs) that's the rule, right? Is you can't say there's trouble. Yeah. Uh, But I, I did a rewrite and it's much better. So that's the good news. Bean. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.